This is a Life School podcast, episode number 141, and today we're going to talk about the right and wrong ways to apologize. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby. I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Oh my gosh, Heath. I can't believe we're here and it's December already. Where did 2017 go? <laughs> it is crazy, man. What a fast year. In fact, it is so feeling like the, you know, since the time change, yeah. like I feel like it's getting dark at like three o'clock. <laughs> it is. It's staying dark till it's like nuts. nine in the morning. I'm just like, am I depressed? What's going on? I need to take some melatonin, <laughs> some D. Like what, what's missing here? Yeah. Um, but it's it feels so much end of the year already to me that um, I've already been starting to do this like, Hey, what kind of years it been? And you know, yeah. what am I grateful for? What could, you know? I, but it's been amazing. And here's what's awesome too, is being December. My uh, my new grandson Caesar number five. Yep. Caesar the fifth is soon to be born here. Look at that. Yeah. So I don't exactly what sure what date this thing. I think we're gonna, this is Aaron initially right at the beginning of December. So we're within days. <sighs> you can try to snuff out the Kalinowski family name, but it ain't happening. It's not happening. You guys are trekking on strong <laughs> for, forever. Well, and we're, we're a family of only sons. Yeah. So it's been many generations of one Caesar Kalinowski and no brothers. So we're like, yeah, we got to wow. have some boys here, kids. Let's have some more. <laughs> Dude, so I wanted to, uh, first of all, before we jump into this, shout out to Michelle, a.k.a. MJ, who wrote a really cool review. Yeah, MJ. Thank you. Thanks. She said, I'm so glad a friend shared this podcast with me. You guys do such a killer job breaking down what God has called us to do. And that's making more disciples, which we agree with. I truly enjoy and look forward to my 25-minute drive to work, being able to listen and learn and share on your daily topics. Thanks for listening to God and sharing with us what God is using you for. So thanks, MJ. That's awesome. I wonder, I I hope everybody's digging the 25 minute, you know, format. Yeah. Now, obviously sometimes we shoot over. Yeah. Apart (laughs) from last week. Yeah. It was like 35. So you know what I mean? Some of my favorite podcasts are like an hour and a half and it takes me a week to get through them. But (laughs) I hope, I mean, and and I'd love some feedback either on our Facebook group or just, you know, email us on on our site or whatever. But I hope that's a good length. Cause I mean, I feel like we're flying brother. I know there's times where I'm like, I don't want to be over because I've got a, you know, so that's questions. why it's, sometimes like last week we pushed, you know, an extra 10 on people, but, but it was gold. I feel like it was such good uh, stuff that we needed yeah. to talk about. So maybe we'll start getting into some part one, part two stuff so we can go yeah. a little deeper. Huh? If you'd I like that, know. let us know on the Facebook group All or right. email. Groovy. So Caesar, we're talking today about the right and wrong way to apologize. Yeah. And I have been called a loose cannon at times. And I find that I spend a lot of my time apologizing. For things I've said or things I've done or ways I've acted rashly and I'm growing, right? By the way, I have a little list we can talk about. (laughs) Let's do this offline. I'm I'm done being beat up. So in my apologizing, sometimes I think it goes really well and other times I feel like it's going awful. Like I'm speaking a foreign language. We can't connect. I'm not connecting well with the person I'm trying to apologize to. Does that make sense to you? Have you ever been there? It totally does. There's... There's something about sometimes even approaching a person to make an apology that is just, it's weird. 
It yeah. seems it shouldn't seem so foreign. I think there that we live with such a perception of how awesome I am <laughs> yeah. that when I have to finally admit like, no, nah, I kind of screwed you over on that, you know, yeah. I, unintentionally or intentionally, you know, it's just like, boy, I don't even like going there. I have so let me down. Yeah. You know, like no one's saying that, but I, I, I think I that's kind of cool. Or when I'm trying to humble myself enough and I go, Hey, I really need to apologize. And it's like, okay, about what? You're like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> You're not ready to yeah. receive it. And, and I think, too, um, we've all received sort of false apologies, meaning they're mm. really more about the other the person giving the apology than you. Yeah. And so they feel like, no, yeah, whatever. That was just you trying to make you, you feel better. So I'm sorry. I don't want to be perceived that way. Sure. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. So with our kids, say you're sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Like>, Seem <laughs> real sorry. <laughs> okay. So well, what is the purpose of apologizing? And actually, like to break it down, what is an actual apology? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's 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 go science. Let's the a definition from dictionary of apology, and it's really helpful actually, is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. Huh. Say it again. A regretful, a regretful acknowledgement, acknowledgement of an offense or a failure. Yeah. So meaning there should be some regret there. You're acknowledging something, right? Mm-hmm. You're acknowledging both, uh, you, there's, you have regret over a, an offense. Huh. <laughs> so that means you have to name something there, okay? So okay. let me say this. An apology is not always or necessarily connected with sin against God or another person. Okay. But, but often it is. But we tend to think like you need to apologize, you know, like you sin, as Christians, like because you sin against a person. An apology mm-hmm. might be for something that you did unintentionally that ended up hurting another person or costing them something like, you know, I hate in the parking lot, come back from lunch. I accidentally backed into your car, man. Sure. I want to apologize. I was being careless. I was checking my text. I know you're not supposed to. Yep. And so like I want to take care of that. I'm really sorry because I know you. there's going to be a lot of time spent having to jack with your insurance and mine and all, but I, I want, I'm really sorry, right? Yeah. So that's not sin. Sure. It was an accident, right? And there's things in life we do, you know, uh, you know, we may have done it unintentionally that we didn't know or understand how it would affect another person, but it did. And right. we, we get to apologize for those things too. Like, you know, you didn't finish up that report at work last night. Um, you know, you ran out of time. You planned to do it in the morning, but it really messed up another person. Yeah. Like they, they were really counting on it because you said I'll have it, but it just didn't fit in because they don't know the boss threw something else on you, whatever. Sure. Um, makes sense. Yep. But a regretful acknowledgement of that failure, that's an apology. Hmm. And it can be very appropriate in those types of situations too. So it's not always just I'm apologizing for willful sin against a person. Sure. Right. Or I didn't know it, but I guess it's, I guess it offended you. You know, it's, it, yeah. sometimes it's just, it's just you're, you're acknowledging that you failed in an area yep, and it cost a person. That's great, man. Right. Or hurt them or whatever. And we've all been in those situations. And one of the things that we talk about on life school podcast is that this is how we try to live with greater intentionality and integrated faith in every area of life. So bringing in a faith aspect to this, what is a foundational reason that we need to apologize? Is it for restored relationships? Is it just because yeah, that's a, a command to us? Why apologize? Okay. So let's, just check out a little bit of scripture here. And this, this one, James 5, 16, is most often quoted in connection with why we should apologize. I'm going to twist it on its ear a little bit, but I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to read it right, but sure. I'm, then I'm going to. So James 5, 16 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Hmm. Okay. And then this is another one that, that often comes up is, is Matthew 5, 23 and 24. It says, so if you're presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar 
then go and be reconciled to that person and then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Hmm. Right. That's cool. You've heard those probably connected to keeping short accounts with other Absolutely. people and all that. Right. Yep. So, but let me say this. It's interesting because in James it says, confess your sins to each other. Uh, we've talked about this so much on the show. Sin, all sin comes from unbelief. So what or you could really fairly substitute, confess your unbelief to one another. So, that's a very cool verse in light of that. How cool to confess your unbelief in what is true about God and us to one another. Yeah. And then pray for each other's unbelief so that they can be healed and restored in those areas of life and relationships. So I don't know if that verse is really in scripture specifically, you know, James meant it mm-hmm. to be about like apologizing. Sure. I really think it's more about life and community. Yeah. Confess your unbelief to each other and they're like, hey, in this area of my life, I'm really stressing out. Like, like, I'm just not sure if God's going to show up, man, financially this time, you know, or health wise this time or relationally this time. And so you're confessing your unbelief of what's true of God and what he says is true of you as his kids and all that. Right. So that you can be healed. So that you can be healed in that area and get set free. Um, But this Matthew verse, you know, like, hey, if you realize someone has something against you, then then before you try to like present to God something yeah. like go ahead and deal with that too. Cause you're aware of it. Yeah. Right. So I think this is an awareness issue. If you're aware of things yep. and as much as it be at peace with you, like, you know, I'd be, be up to you live at peace with other people. Um, then do so. Yeah. Do so. And I think that's what scripture is, is, is showing us to do that. That's cool. I actually led a, a service a couple of years ago, communion service where we had a time of prayer before we took communion, asking God to reveal to us like, who we might be at odds with, which it usually just it doesn't take much time to pray through that. You know who it is. Yeah. But it was also like a five or 10 minute, like, hey, if that person's in the room, go make things right right now before you even come take communion. Or maybe you need to make a phone call or send a text message and set up a meeting. So it was kind of a cool way to implement, like, go make things right, like physically with your neighbor or a lost relationship and then come to this table and be reconciled with God. You know, I've I've done and seen things like that, and I've had things like that happen where um, a person comes to me and they confess something that they had just in their heart against me, and I didn't even know about it, and they never spoke about it, but they wanted me to know about it now, and it was really a reverse apology. <laughs> yeah. You ever had that? <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I come to you, I was like, hey, Heath, man, I just really want to apologize about something. What's that, man? Well, I was just really harboring, you know, sin in my heart and hard heart against you from, you know, you got a new car and I really want a new car and I, you know, this and that or whatever. And you didn't even know it, man, but I was feeling bad towards you. So would you forgive me for that? I, I just want to tell our listeners, like, don't, that's not, that's not that's what we're terrible. talking about. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Now if I've got a million things. If it's I been between clear. you and God, then deal with it between you and God. Yeah. That's what I would say. Seriously. Absolutely. Like that's, that's the ground rule. If, if your sin yeah. that you feel like you need to confess has, has been between you and God, then go to that. But if you were gossiping to another person about another person mm-hmm. and they don't even know it, go to the other person and confess, Hey, I was, I was tearing down a sister. Yeah. I was turned down a brother here and that was wrong. It was sinful. Would you forgive me for that? Cause that was sin. I'm sorry for that. Mm. You don't necessarily have to go tell the other person, Hey, by the way, we were just tearing you, you know, up yeah. in that, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the room over there a little while ago oh, or last so week. You, that, that's not helpful to anybody. And that puts them in a very, what are they supposed to do with that? Yeah. What are they supposed to do with that? Oh, I don't know. Like that, that tears down trust. Yep. If though that person's aware of the offense or the action or the words or whatever, and you know, they know, then and the spirit go. lays it on you. Hey, that's not been cleaned up yet. Then as much as it be with you, try to live at peace with that person. Absolutely, man. What would you say about apologizing for things that are not necessarily connected to sin and unbelief? Why might that be a good thing? Okay. And then I want to also look at the right and wrong ways to apologize. All right. Groovy. Um, 
So when we apologize, when we give a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or a failure we've committed to someone else, I think this is why it's important. It's, it's a huge act of humility. Hmm. Think about it. To go to someone and say, I screwed this up and I know it hurt you this way. It's really humbling. Yeah. And humility is one of the chief, chief marks of Christ in our life. But there again, we're, you know, your question was specifically, it's not even sin, but you know, like that, ex- that example I gave, sure. Hey man, I, I, man, I worked hard yesterday, but I didn't get that report done. And I know you really need it this morning and that's screwing up your day or your boss was on you cause you couldn't. And I'm yep. just sorry for that. That's humbling versus like, dude, we're all busy around here. Yeah. You know, right. or, or just ignoring it. It's like when you know that your actions are failures, maybe unintended or maybe they were intended, but you didn't know that's, that's what the outcome would be. Sure. When you know they've caused someone harm or hurt them or cost them, then you get to say there's an opportunity for humility and an opportunity to show what Christ is like. Hmm. That's not false humility. Sure. That's, that's like you really did. So you're going with a regretful acknowledgement of, of a failure. Yeah. And I think humbling. Yeah. And, and some people are going to hear this as like as a witnessing tool. Hmm. I'm not saying that even. I'm just saying any time in life when we get to display the richness of Christ and clearly he's marked by humility. Sure. When we get to do that, that's got to be a good thing, mm. both as a witness to believers and not yet believers. Yeah. And it's a good exercise for our heart knowing, hey, I can acknowledge that I don't do everything perfectly, that I let people down, that I'm not all wisdom and you know all knowing sure. and perfect. Um, and I'm completely loved and accepted by Christ. Mm. So you sit so in that freeing. seat and you can totally be humble then. You yeah, know? absolutely. So I think that's why it's important. That's good, man. Even uh, when it's not, hey, you sinned against that person. You know? Yeah. So I'm seeing a lot on social media and on the news lately, there are a lot of people being caught with a lot of different situations and a lot of apologies are being made. And I'm seeing more and more this lack of being willing to forgive people. It's, we want justice, we want demands taken care of, we want like the the wrongs righted. I do not accept that apology. It wasn't phrased the way I thought it should be, or yeah. you left this out, you left this out. Should followers of Jesus be more quick to apologize and reconcile than those who don't yet follow Jesus? And if so, why? Well, I would, I, without trying to should everybody, I would hope so. I would hope as followers of Christ, as people who are filled with his spirit, that we are believing our identity, that we are believing that we are loved and accepted perfectly because of what Christ done, not because of our record. Sure. And so therefore, as Christians, we would be much quicker to both apologize, but also be just as quick to forgive a person Hmm. and not try to gauge to death. Did they use every perfect word? Because I'm going to give some examples coming up here of ways to apologize and not. Sure. But if our heart posture of one is like, man, I am a dirty, rotten sinner, completely forgiven, and now live in grace and freedom and authority and privilege because of Christ, then that allows me to both humble myself to apologize for sinful actions or even non-sinful ones, but it also then allows me to give people grace. In other words, unmerited favor. Yep. Isn't that what grace is? Absolutely. So if it's merited, I want them to earn my forgiveness. It's like, how? Hmm. Did you earn yours? Yeah. Or did, it's a great did Christ question. earn that? So I think as Christians, yeah, we let's hopefully we are growing in the in the acceptance of how deeply loved and accepted we are, hmm. so that we can be humble and we can quickly give grace, which is unmerited favor. Hey, I don't know, I don't know if that person's hundred percent sincere, yep. but they tried. I'm going to go ahead and choose to release the debt. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. You get to. You get to. Because it's what's been done for us. Yeah. yeah. So let's get into some practical steps. What are some right and some wrong ways to apologize? All right. Um, well, first, let's let's check out this mic drop statement, okay, from psychologist Karina Schumann from the University of Pittsburgh. She wrote this. I was like, wow, that's that's it's concise. Hmm. She says, comprehensive, that means like full-fledged, right, apologies are powerful tools that transgressors can use to promote reconciliation with the people that they've hurt. However, because many apology elements require transgressors to admit fault or express shameful emotions and promise change, the transgressors, transgressors often avoid these threatening elements and instead choose to use more perfunctory apologies or even defense strategies. Whoa, that's heavy. That's pretty heavy. <laughs> it's a little long. I won't read it again. People can back it up, but mm. wow, right? And what she, you know, what she's saying is, uh, is that because often a true apology, a real rightly given apology, um, requires us to admit fault and and maybe even things that we might feel some shame over. Sure. Um, and we have to promise change. And we're not sure if we can. It, it, we often just want to avoid it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to f- receive it. I don't know how I'll do. I, it's very threatening, right? Yep. So, but there's also a roadmap here toward or away from a true apology. So she gives, she goes on, and gives some great practical steps, and says there's three core elements of a good apology. Okay. First, express remorse by saying "I'm sorry" hmm. or "I apologize," as well as regret by saying "I feel terrible" or "I regret it." Okay. Yeah. So express that. Um, so many apologies I listen to on what you're referencing on TV yeah. around all these accusations that are flying around harassment, oh, sexual harassment, right all now. kinds of stuff yep. and political. So um, often they say, well, so-and-so admitted something. You listen to it, no apology there. They never say it. Huh. They regret being busted. Sure. <laughs> but they don't They don't say, I'm sorry, or I apologize for the specific thing. Um, second, she says, accept responsibility by stating, I take full responsibility you know, for my action, hmm. for that. Or I'm truly sorry for fill in the blank, whatever you did. Wow. Like name it, basically. Yeah, call it out. Yep. yep. Third, offer to repair the problem you caused by saying that you'll what you'll do to fix it or by telling the person that you hurt how you honestly feel about them. Hmm. Meaning like if you like backed into someone's car, then offer to get it fixed. Yep. Okay. If, if it's your words that somehow hurt someone, and you go, oh, they're they're thinking I feel this way about them. Then tell the person that you've hurt how you honestly feel about them. Hmm. Now, maybe it's not, I don't feel great about them. That's why I jabbed them. And I've actually had situations where I had to say, you know, I, I want to apologize. I'm sorry for loving me more than you. When I said that yesterday, that was really only half true. Hmm. And that even hurts you. In reality, I'm having some weird stuff and hardness in my heart because of past stuff that I never brought up to you, then yeah. it's not fair to you because you don't even know why I'm kind of like a hair trigger. Yeah. And see, see what I'm saying? Yeah, so. for sure. Okay. Now, if appro- appropriate, Schumann says, an apology may require additional elements besides okay. those three. An explanation of your words or actions. Okay. Okay. That, that's not an excuse. Explanation of your words or actions. Saying that you admit that you actually did those, you call them yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a promise that you'll behave better in the future, okay. or you will try to. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I saw something on TV the other day, um, an apology. You know, those uh, a few weeks ago, those guys that were arrested in China, UCLA yeah. players, mm-hmm. um, and there was three guys that quote gave a public apology. First guy, zero apology. 
Huh. The second, third guy, amazing apologies as if they'd read her book you know, or something. Wow. Yeah. And um, they, they, the two guys who did it well both said, I, I just want to assure you this type of behavior will never happen again. And in wow. that case, it was shoplifting. Said, I will never do that again. Wow. Right? Now, could they? Is it possible that it could happen? Yeah. Sure. But their intent is, I've learned my lesson from that, and it yeah. hurt you, and it hurt people, and it was illegal. And I'm, you know what I mean? Sure. So that's, Owning it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Acknowledgement that you understand how your victim has suffered. Hmm. Now, if you don't know, you just know they're ticked, yep. you can even ask. Now, that's vulnerable. For sure. Hey, I'm sorry. This seems to have affected you deeply. I want to understand that better. Because I really am sorry. Yeah. Or acknowledging, I know that when I did this, or I know that when I said this, you probably felt this and then started to wonder about that or how I felt here or what yep. others might be thinking, right? Acknowledge that you understand how they suffered. Hmm. Um, it, next, admission of wrongdoing such as, it was wrong of me to say the things I said or I shouldn't have spoken poorly about you. That's good. So admission of the wrongdoing in specific again, right? Yep. And then a request for forgiveness. Huh. That's a heavy one, man. Yeah. That's and this a is a secular author saying, hey, a true apology very well likely is going to say, and, and I hope you can forgive me. Hmm. I, I, you, don't, you don't owe that to me. That's yeah. a position of humility, but I hope you can. So equally important to what you do or say is what you don't do or don't say, by the way. Sure. Okay. So here's a quote from Benjamin Franklin. Never ruin an apology with an excuse. Dude, that is so good. <laughs> How many apologies have have I made? Or that's They're going well. They're TV pretty right contrite. Now. But then to soften your own ego. Blow. I'm really sorry I did this. And I, I acknowledge it hurts you. But you got to understand, I was blah, 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 blah. I was really tired, man. I mean, the kids were up all night, like, you know. <laughs> you just negated or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you just totally did. Yeah. And, and you know, generally what the other person goes, man, I know, man. I have, my kids yeah. are sick sometimes or whatever, you know, right? Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So never ruin an apology with excuse. Thanks, Ben Franklin. <laughs> all right. Wow, man. That's amazing. So, you know, uh, again, back to um, some of these things that are on TV, pay close attention to when all these stars, these film producers, all these politicians that are being accused of different things right now on the news. And, and many of them, they're quick to quote, apologize, pay close attention. Are they in fact doing any of those things? Are, are they naming what it was? Are they saying, I'm sorry, I apologize for that. Are they acknowledging how it hurt that person? Yep. Generally, they're just saying that was really bad. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it happened. So like, if I admit it, it's good, right? Yeah. Are you, are you going to do it again? Are you saying that's okay? Yeah. Just, or would you have admitted it, it if it you weren't It technically caught. happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So it's, it's, you're absolutely right. There's so many things. Maybe I'll even throw a link uh, from that UCLA students video because it's, it's really short. It's five minutes. The yeah. three of them apologize, quote unquote. The first guy, not at all. The second and third, really well. Huh. Like really well. I'm like, wow, what a contrast in the right way to apologize, the wrong way to apologize. So Caesar, maybe it's, maybe there's a couple things we could do as Christians that would be even additional steps in our apologies or, or something. I know you had had four things that you mentioned offline. I'd love to hear those unpacked on the show for people. Yeah, those things that we've mentioned already, I think, are just good across the board. That's mm-hmm. that's a solid what apology really is and what it's not, right? Sure. But additionally, as Christians, when we know we've sinned, okay. So now we're talking about sin. Actually, not the accidental stuff sure. that we still should apologize for. But when we know we've sinned and it's hurt someone or it's maligned their character, it's important to remember these four things. First, name the specific sin that we committed. Okay. Not the action, but this is how I sinned against you. 
Hmm. This was sinful. And then second, state why it was wrong and sinful. It's ownership. Okay, side yeah. Third, why it's an offense against God. Because we know from Scripture, right, that all sin is actually from unbelief. Sure. So ultimately, the our ultimate sin is against God. Against God yeah. That's right. And then fourth, state how it does not demonstrate the love and character of Christ that you want to always live by. Hmm. Now, that's a hard one. Most people don't want to go there. Yeah. Like they, but these four, name the sin, state why it's wrong and sinful, why it's an offense against God, and how it did not demonstrate what God was like. Yeah. So often, especially if we're a Christian and we're apologizing to a non-Christian, they're glad we apologized, but they have to then, they're left wondering, is this what God's like? Yeah. Is this what Christians are like? And since our offense and our sin is ultimately against God, I think it's important as Christians that we point out to believers and not yet believers, that what we did did not demonstrate the love and character of our Father God. Absolutely. And Jesus. It just didn't. And here's why, and I'm sorry for that, because I want to be more like that. That's one of the best ways to parent as well. I do that with a lot of my, you know, when I blow up at my kids, and it's like, guys, I'm I'm a jacked up dad. I want to be like Jesus. Here's what God's like. Here's Here's what what I did. That's why it's sinful. Yep. Because I'm tearing down his character. Most of all, it's the most sinful part of it. Yeah. I'm not showing you what God is like. I'm lying to you about who God is. Yep. Uh, if you want to go a little bit deeper on this topic, one of the ways to get there is back on Life School episode number 115, we actually had a really great deep discussion about the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation, because those are two do- totally different things. Yeah, also. apology leads to forgive, asking for forgiveness, which is the beginning then of reconciliation, so they're all Which connected. is the ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah, episode 115 was awesome. Yeah, so 115, if you hadn't gotten there yet. Caesar, we're running out of time. We need to get to the big three, and you can get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 141. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 141. These are the takeaways that we want you to walk away with from this episode. What are the big three for this week? Here you go. First, putting off making an apology when you know that you're the offending party is is selfish. It's just mm. selfish. And it's probably the result of self-love and or fear of man issues. You're loving yourself so much or you fear what they're going to also say, even though you've already offended them, sure. <laughs> that you put it off. Ask God to give you the humility to go and make an honest and full apology and trust him for the results. Hmm. And remember, the other person gets to choose their response and they may not be ready to accept your apology yet and move toward forgiveness. Yeah. But that's on their side. They get to you know, they get to choose. Get but don't put it off because that's just selfish. Second, God has already forgiven your sin, whatever it was, on the cross. And he's at work restoring the relationships that have been affected by your words or your actions. Huh. Okay, so I, I want to just remember, you have nothing to prove to God. He loves you completely. But you may be creating distance between God and yourself and others by not confessing and owning up to what you've done. Hmm. Just remember, though, there's no condemnation for those who belong to Christ. So you can trust him as you humble yourself and give these apologies. That's great. And third, when apologizing to someone, make a full and honest apology, justifying your words or actions by defending your behavior or making excuses isn't really an apology. Hmm. Be specific about exactly what you did and why it was wrong. Say the words, I am sorry. I apologize for blank, right? Fill it in. Be specific about why what you did was wrong and why and how it caused them harm. And don't apologize for how the other person now feels. You know, like, I'm sorry, you feel bad. Yep. I won't do that again. No, apologize for your actions and words. That's great, man. 
Time's up, unfortunately. Uh, well, I hope that's helpful stuff. I mean, absolutely. that's pretty heavy. We're flying. As always. And if not, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for uh, the victory. Hit us, up on, hit us up on the Facebook group. We can continue the conversation, right? Join absolutely. the Life School Facebook group, and let's keep the conversation going. I'd love to. Yeah, absolutely. To get there, again, you go to Facebook.com. Up in the search bar, type in Life School Podcast. Caesar and I will approve you to the group, and conversation gets deeper there. Again, if you want the big three for this week, you can get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 141. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode number 141. We hope to see you next week on the Life School Podcast as we talk about how to listen to the voice of God and how to discern what voices you need to be listening to and which ones you don't. That's uh, going to be a fun topic. We hope you join us for that. There you go. As always, uh, you can get more information on this podcast by visiting 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.